Hello, welcome to my podcast, Everyday Wife. My name is Annalise. I'm a young Christian wife, expecting mother, homemaker, barista, writer, and now an aspiring podcaster. So this is the second episode ever, and today we're going to be talking about women working outside the home. Now, before I begin that, I do want to start off with what I am drinking during this episode. Um, I love coffee. If you follow my Instagram, Feminine Not Feminist, you know that. So I'm drinking iced decaf that has been blended with maple syrup, a little bit of cocoa powder, homemade coconut milk, and ice. And I just blended it in my Vitamix, and it makes kind of a blended mocha. Um, not the kind you'll get at Starbucks, but it's special in its own right. So that is what I'll be drinking as we do this podcast today. So without further ado, let's jump right in. I'm going to start this off by sharing some scripture. Uh, the first passage is going to be Titus 2, 3 through 5. Older women likewise are to be reverent in behavior, not slanderers or slaves to much wine. They are to teach what is good and so train the young women to love their husbands and children, to be self-controlled, pure, working at home, kind, and submissive to their own husbands, that the word of God may not be reviled. And the second passage is 1 Timothy 5, 13 through 14. And this is Paul talking about uh, younger widows. Besides that, they learn to be idlers, going about from house to house, and not only idlers, but also gossips and busybodies, saying what they should not. So I would have the younger widows marry, bear children, manage their households, and give the adversary no occasion for slander. Now, first of all, this is an important discussion, and I say that because in some circles, if you were to bring up the question, should women be working outside the home, you might get some strange looks or maybe a, come on, this is the 21st century, get with the times, uh, but it is not an irrelevant discussion, and for a woman or a couple who is deeply desiring to follow God's design for them, this discussion is huge. Now, before I share my thoughts, um, I do want to say, if you are single or you're in a relationship, you're not yet married, this is such an important thing to talk to your potential husband about. It can be a subject of great disunity after marriage. Have it now. And I know that there are so many extenuating circumstances. There are single mothers who need to work for, to provide for their children, situations like that. So if you're looking for a real cut and dry, what should I do answer, that's not what I'm going to be giving here. Um, seek counsel from your pastor, trusted church members. I want to present some beneficial, I think, principles to consider when working through this and pose questions that will hopefully get you thinking. So there is a lot of there are a lot of different positions on this question. It's kind of a spectrum. You'll have everything from women should not be working at, at all. The man should be the only one bringing any sort of income to the other side of the spectrum saying that, you know, if a woman wants to work outside the home in any kind of capacity, that's totally fine. Um, and before I kind of state where I fall on that spectrum, it's going to kind of come out as I go through this. But I'm going to be talking about four words, four concepts or principles to consider while you're working through this. So the four words are priorities, stewardship, diligence, and submission. So the first one is priorities. Now I have to bring up the Proverbs 31 woman because this always comes up in the discussion. She's a great example. Um, and a lot of people love to bring her up as this 
incredible businesswoman, which she is. She is a savvy, prudent businesswoman. Um, but she is not a career woman in the sense that some people would like to make her. She, everything she does is for her family. So the first word was priorities. And she exemplifies that perfectly. So is she at home all the time? Certainly not. But she, everything she does benefits in some way her husband or her children or her household servants. She has her priorities straight. I think there's a big difference between a savvy, profitable woman um, who's benefiting her family, even financially, and a career woman who's traveling and climbing up the corporate ladder, um, and that is her priority and causes her to neglect her family. She's a good example of keeping first things first. And she doesn't see her family as something holding her back from anything. They're not a burden. They are her priority, and that reflects in the kind of work she does, whether it's at home or afar. So this brings us to the second word, which is stewardship. Um, stewardship is basically just managing the things that God has given us to manage and managing them well. And if we're faithful in little, we're going to be faithful in a lot. Um, in first, second, Tim, or I'm sorry, first Timothy talks about the women, um, bearing children and managing their households. And I love that phraseology. She's not a manager in a fortune 500 company. Um, she's not more intimately acquainted with a stranger's business priorities than with her own home. No, her family is pri is her priority and she acts as a faithful, wise steward. Part of being a steward is not only watching over the physical aspects of a home. You're stewarding your children emotionally and spiritually as well. And that's very hard to do if your interests and talents are elsewhere. In this discussion of sh should women work outside the home, you always have to come back to the question, who is benefiting the most from what a woman does, whether inside or outside of the home? Is it an impersonal company or is it her husband, and children. Who is receiving the best of the woman's talents and gifts and interests? Now, it's also possible to be at home and to be a busybody. And this is what Paul warns against, right? And it's especially easy to do today with social media. We can gossip and be mindlessly entertained and do be physically present at home, but be doing absolutely nothing that benefits us or benefits our husband or children. That's idleness. Um, and my third word was diligence. We have to ask the question, where am I most diligent? And just because I'm home, am I using that as an occasion to be even more diligent? Or am I using that as an occasion to be a busybody, a gossip, an idler? Uh, not words that any of us want to describe ourselves as, right? Uh, I know for me, when I began to work less and less, this was something my husband and I discussed a lot. So not having any kids at the time to take care of, the question was, what did it look like for me to be at home, but not idle? And that ended up looking like a lot of things. It looked like helping my sister with babysitting. It looked like paying greater attention to cleaning and cooking. And it looked like picking up jobs like tutoring French. All of these contributed to the good of my household, whether monetarily speaking or not. But it was very, very easy for me to fall into idleness in a way that I hadn't 
as much when I was working. When you show up at a job and you have a task given to you, it's really hard to be idle without it being very clear and obvious. It kind of forces you to just be productive. Um, whereas at home where you don't have like a real routine or schedule, which we could talk about that during some podcast about the importance of having a routine and a schedule. But at the very beginning, it's very easy to fall into idleness and to feel kind of lost. And what am I doing? And I recognize that just because I'm home doesn't make me profitable to my husband. It doesn't make me mean that I'm benefiting him any more than if I was in the workplace. In this discussion, a lot of women are coming from extremely taxing and demanding jobs that leave them completely emotionally depleted and with very little time. And so when they do start working less or even become a full-time homemaker, there is just this drastic change because they can actually make dinner instead of ordering out. And emotionally speaking, they're in a much healthier place. They're less stressed. So they're more emotionally available for their husband. And that's an extremely uh, drastic change that a lot of women leaving the corporate workforce are going through. For me, my job was stressful at times, but it wasn't this high, strong corporate environment that was leaving me completely depleted. So my transition was a little bit different than if we're talking about a woman who is um, climbing the corporate ladder, so to speak. This transition is not always smooth. And if you're like me and you tend toward the sin of laziness, um, then, or you're more of a busybody online, perhaps it would be better to be outside of the home doing something that actually contributes to your family instead of dwindling the hours away inside your home. So again, to reiterate that point, just because you are at home physically doesn't mean you are managing your household like Paul talks about in 1 Timothy. There is a huge difference between being physically present and actually being an active participant in the good of your home. Now, the last word um, or principle to consider when it comes to working outside the home is submission. Now, I'm a Christian woman, so I believe that I'm called to submit to my husband. I'm not going to go into all what that means in this episode, um, but I will say that we should be having these discussions with our husbands. We should be asking them what they desire for the family, how they see best that we should use our time. Obviously, this is something you discuss together. Um, but if you are seeking the Lord as a couple and you look at these passages about women being pure, submissive workers at home, being managers of their households, or you look at the Proverbs 31 woman, have these conversations with a spirit of submission and hearing how your husband thinks that would best take place in your family. I know that when I was working more, I had read before I started writing online, I had read something about women being home full time. And it wasn't something I necessarily disagreed with, but I asked the question in the comment section, what if my husband wants me to work? And I didn't really receive an answer. It was more like, well, being home will be rewarding for you. Stop spending so much money. You can make it work. And yes, I agree with that, but you didn't really answer my question. 
I want to know how I can honor my husband in this situation. And so I went to him and about it and we talked about, okay, maybe working less or working towards being at home. These transitions, they don't have to happen overnight. And I know for us at the time, not having any kids, I wasn't neglecting anything at home. Now there were times when I would work a lot and it would be more difficult for me to get to things at home, such as the cleaning and the cooking, and maybe I was less available to be present for other family members that might, might need help, but it wasn't becoming a super serious issue of neglecting. However, wanting to have kids eventually and wanting to adapt to one income, we felt that it was a priority for me to work less and to find means of earning an income from home. Not what I'm going to talk about on this podcast, but there are many opportunities to work from home and from a logistical standpoint that can save you um, a lot of time just with transportation and there's a lot you can do within the walls of your own home. I also recognize that not having uh, a little one of my own yet outside of the womb, this is a different discussion because if I were to have children and I was leaving them every single day and letting somebody else raise them, um, I would not have my priorities straight necessarily when I'm perfectly capable of raising them myself. And when that is the priority my husband has, if I were to neglect that, I would not be being the steward that I need to be. And I would not be having, um, my priorities in the correct place. But again, if you're looking for a cut and dry answer, what should I do right now? I'm not here to give you that. These four principles that I've talked about, uh, priorities, stewardship, diligence, and submission. So ask, where are my priorities and who is benefiting the most from my talents and energies? Number two, am I being a faithful steward of what God has given me? And specifically, the people that God has given us that are the very closest to us our husbands and our children? Am I stewarding them not only by just feeding them, but taking care of them emotionally and spiritually? The third word was diligence. I think of that verse uh, in 1 Timothy. Paul says they learn to be gossips and busybodies. Am I reflecting a gossip and a busybody while at home? Or am I emulating the Proverbs 31 woman who does not eat the bread of idleness. There is a huge stark contrast between those two kind of behaviors. If I am at home and I am using the online world to essentially be a busybody, that's just the same as if I was going house to house and kind of mindlessly consuming gossip. It's the very same thing. It's just more accessible and we can get away with it a little bit more. So diligence. Am I being diligent in whatever I'm doing? And if I were to be home full time, do I have a plan that I'm going to execute to make sure that to make sure that there's a routine and a schedule set up and I will be using my time intentionally? And then the last word was submission. Is this a matter that I'm just trying to sort out all by myself or am I going to my husband's guidance? listening to his desires for the family? Are we figuring out 
together what it looks like for me to be a manager of the household? Have I asked him what's important to him? I often find that we can get caught up in these concepts that are good and worth talking about, but without even bringing them to our husbands. And then there can be disunity there because you just haven't even discussed it. So that's super important. Talk to your husband. So that's about it. This was a pretty short podcast. Um, And again, I wanted to provide principles and I wanted to provide thought-provoking concepts that as you work through this, you can have some tangible biblical principles to take into consideration. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. And uh, I'm excited for the next podcast and see you soon.